welcome to B Plot Podcast. The podcast will be take a look at some of the biggest blockbusters days gone by. And we ignore it and we look at the movies that dropped on the exact same day. My name's Lincoln. I'm a comic out here in London. I'm here with my man Sam. Sam, how you doing? I'm alright, man. How you doing? I'm good, my dude. I'm keeping a good energy. Um, I thought we watched some really enjoyable movies mm-hmm. uh, this time around. Um, the two movies for this week, uh, classic Jaws by Steven Spielberg and um, the movie that I keep uh, mispronouncing, uh, a film called The Devil's Reign. <laughs> the, and I have to say, it's The Devil apostrophe S Reign. So, mm. uh, but that's very confusing yeah. uh, for me personally. Also, R-A-I-N. For anyone who's listening, not R E I G N. Yes, it's literally as in, rain, as in the rain has has fallen down on, on me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, before we get to the devil's rain, which we're going to get to, uh, mm. let's talk about Jaws. Sam, this is actually my first time uh, watching Jaws. Really? Mm, never seen it before. Wow. What did you think? I fucking loved it. Yeah. Um, I say it's my first time seeing it before. I have lied numerous times and <laughs> pretended that I have seen it because <laughs> I didn't want to look like a fucking moron yeah people yeah. was like oh it's like that scene in Jaws I'd be like yeah it's like that scene in, in Jaws <laughs> yeah yeah because why wouldn't you yeah just lie um man I had a good time mm. but uh what about you you've you've seen it before you got a relationship with it I've seen I've, I've seen this a few times growing up I was, was uh this was a favorite in my family uh like a classic i mean it is a classic but in a weird way i thought watching it this time i was like this is a good signifier for me realizing i'm getting old because i enjoyed it more than i've ever enjoyed it before in my life i think there's something uh, something about this movie where it's just most of it is just three guys hanging out in a boat Mm mm-hmm the shark, I don't know, I'm sure we should have researched this, but the shark can't be on screen for more than four or five minutes tops, like absolute yeah. max. Um, and I think I always liked it. I always liked George. It's like, yeah, it's a fun movie, but I never saw it as like, you know, people, it's hailed as one of the greatest movies of all time. I can understand. You know what I can understand? I, mm. The special effects, even like the, the shark, I was like, man, that shark was like a... You could see it's made out of foam. Yeah. But by that point, you're so like worried about mm. where it's going to come from. And this is the best thing that I thought about that they did really well with Jaws is that like, you don't have to see the shark. You just have to see what the shark does. Yeah. So you just have to see the, the buoy moving in the in the ocean or the barrels moving in the ocean. Like that's yeah. all you need to see to know that this is dangerous. Yeah. And I thought that was really good. It's great. I think... And that's, that's what I mean, like now as an adult, because I must have, I can't remember how young I was when I first saw this film, but I, I was probably the age of the boy that gets killed in the beginning when I first saw this movie. Um, this time it was like, there's a lot of Hitchcock in there. Do you know what I mean? There's, in the first, they kill a kid in like the first 10 minutes. That's a good move, by the way. If you want to, if you want to say that you are serious as a movie, just kill a kid. Yeah, straight away. A, or like kill a dog. That's mm. when people will be like, oh man, this... People just like lean forward in their seats, like, "Oh man, these people did not come around to play." Yeah, yeah. I watched, uh, I watched all of Aliens versus Predator two just because they killed a kid at the top. And I was like, "Yeah, that's a, it's a good move, man. It's a good move." Um, uh, but there's that. There's the literal Hitchcock device on the beach where uh, Roy Scheider, he knows there's a shark, but he's not saying anything because the mayor's like, 
there's no shark. It was a boat incident. Don't worry about it. Uh, and there's the th- where it zooms in on the face and zooms out on the background. Mm. Uh, oh yeah, with the, yeah yeah I remember. But dude, did you not think that this this movie has never been more relevant? <laughs> Go on. It's never been more relevant. This movie is Corona in a nutshell. Um, <laughs> yeah. COVID nineteen is Jaws. Um, if you haven't seen it, one of the the premises for the first hour, the mayor doesn't want to shut down the beach because it's Fourth of July in this kind of New England uh, town, Amity Island, and he doesn't want to shut down the beach because they're going to lose loads of money. Mm. Obviously, two people have died. I would argue as like, mm, is it worth it yeah. for two people? Maybe it's worth it. You know, maybe if you're in the water, two people die at the beach. I don't know if that's a a high number. Yeah, so this, they know the shark is there, and they try and and they try and stop it. But uh, and the chief of police, I forget his name, because I only oh is uh, Brody or Bro- is Brody the other guy? No, it's Chief Brody. It's Brody. Yes, Chief Martin Brody. Chief Martin Brody is that he uh, is like now nah, we need to stop right now. And then um, the mayor basically says, "What are you a pussy? Like we can't we can't, <laughs> can't do it now. We have to get these people in the water, dude. We got to get that paper." The opening of the film is the you know the couple trying to skinny dip, and the boy doesn't want to go in, so the girl goes in. She gets eaten by the shark. And that's when, like, Roy Scheider knows, but the mayor has said, no, 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 come on, it's summer, this is our biggest tourist season, we survive on this, so don't do it. And that's kind of his, like, I'm not gonna, okay, I'm not gonna pursue this shark thing. And then when it comes back around, when the fisher, the all the fishermen think that they've caught the shark, and it's just a regular-sized tiger shark, and the widow of the boy who then died, because Roy Scheider said nothing comes up, slaps him in the face and is like, you knew... You knew there was a shark out there. You and knew. You, and you didn't do anything. And I'm like, this is, that's such a good, like, driving force to have him going. It's like, oh, yeah, I, I killed that kid. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Uh, I have to do something. Uh, every step of the film, it just makes more and more sense as to why these events unfold. It's so, like, it's so sound. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Literally, you can't, you can't see through it. People also have to... Re- I had a different vibe when I was watching this. I think... You know, you can stop me if this is too far. I think 1975, Jaws comes out. I think it's also kind of like a, a critique on... Uh, this is actually my weirdy work moment. Um, <laughs> I'll do it early for you. I think it's a critique on like the racial politics of America. Let me let me stop right here. I think Jaws, the, the shock, is black empowerment. Right. I think it's black empowerment. Uh-huh. And I think... I think there's a thing about these three white guys going out to kill the shark because what does the shark not do, Sam? What does the shark not do? Um, it does not kill <laughs> what a single black person. Now, Sam, <laughs> I'm, look, don't laugh. This is serious. Okay. The shark doesn't kill a single black person. Yeah. In fact, it's there's a black people on the beach. One or two. Two. Swims yeah. Ar- <laughs> sw- swims around it. Swims around it. <laughs> so. I think what was actually happening is Steven Spielberg on some woke shit. Mm. Um, uh, uh, Steven Spielberg basically launching the career of Spike Lee in <laughs> okay. making ill racial parables. Um, and yeah, so when those three guys killed him at the end, I think that was uh, that was kind of like some David Duke shit, where <laughs> okay. it was it was basically a hate crime, to be honest. But 
Look, it's not for me to say exactly. I haven't thought about it all the way through, but that's mm. what came into my mind. Mm, mm, mm. It was came into my mind. <laughs> yeah. When I was watching Jaws, I was like, man, they really don't want the black man to strife. That's okay. what I saw. <laughs> uh, I don't know what you saw, Sam. Okay, let's. I just want to. I just want to stay on your theory for a little bit. I just want to pull it back because. So, I'll, Steven Spielberg is on some woke shit by mm. having the shark not kill black people, but then directed the film that was about the three white dudes ending black empowerment. Yes, he is on some woke shit because he's cr- it's a criticism. You see, not every time someone tells a story, it's an endorsement. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we he talked about this last week. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> not, just because he told the story doesn't mean he's endorsed it. What he's actually done is he's laid bare that shit. My dude, this is... Right. My dude was playing chess as well because he knew people wouldn't get it. He knew people. <laughs> he knew people wouldn't understand that he's playing on a different level, 3D chess, while everyone's playing checkers. Man, yeah. Steven Spielberg, what an ally! What an ally, my dude. Uh, I just want to say what the views of Lincoln are not representative of this entire podcast. What do you mean? It <laughs> it's representative of at least fifty percent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And exactly on that line, on at that fifty percent line. <laughs> at least all right please um but yeah man it was a good i, I fucking enjoyed it i enjoyed yeah. it i did not know that there was like so many sequels though because um mm. i'm looking at uh jaws 2 um then there was george uh sorry jaws 3d starring your man dennis quaid when uh <laughs> when, when kevin, kevin costner said no was, <laughs> kevin costner was busy um that entire year and um then also in 1987 we have jaws the Revenge, mm. um, starring I'm seeing here Mario Van Peebles, yeah, and uh, Michael Caine showing up trying to trying to get the bag. So, yeah, it seems like it's actually made a lot of uh, a lot of these a lot of these ones. I don't think uh, Spielberg directed any of them. No, um, almost certainly ima- not. <laughs> I, I wouldn't imagine so. But like, yeah, there's a there's a lot. There's a big uh, extended Jaws uh, <laughs> universe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That we haven't dipped into. This is uh, this is a big one. To, if anyone's listening who is a Jurassic Park fan and hasn't seen Jaws, this is the this is the warm up. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, it's, it's just good tension, and it, and also the good old days when you could smoke in a hospital. Yeah, that is true. I forgot you about know? that part. Yeah, is that a, that's probably an instant cancel right there. That's a, I, it's an instant cancellation. No, I don't, I don't know. For me, that's a, for me that's a weirdly woke moment. Ten years from now, you see what I mean? Like in ten years. Who knows? What do you mean it's a weirdly work moment 10 years from now? I think cigarettes are going to be... I think they're going to find a way to make cigarettes healthy in the next 10, <laughs> 10 years. Is that your Is that your call? Is yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we're going to look back on this time. It's going to be like eating meat. People will be like, those goddamn animals. What was wrong with them banning good, wholesome cigarettes? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. But, dude, Jaws was good. Jaws was a very uh, fun film. But we are actually here for a, for a different film of a different nature. Um... The film we're here for is a film called The Devil's Reign, um, starring uh, William Shatner and um, a bunch of other people. Oh, let me actually have the thing up here in front of me. It's um, directed by a guy called Robert Fust. Am, am I saying that correctly? Yeah, I feel like it's that or he changed it from Faust. You know what I yeah, mean? he must have done. But yeah, The Devil's Reign with the tagline, Heaven help us all when the devil's rain but again the apostrophe is in there so it doesn't make sense yeah yeah the devil is rain yeah when the it makes no sense um <laughs> apparently uh, john travolta is in it um, yeah and that's like dude where 
Uh, did, you not, did you not spot him? No, I didn't. Uh, I was looking the whole time. I couldn't spot you, man. He's the young cultist that keeps catching on to the protagonist. The guy who's like, blasphemer, blasphemer. That's... I, I even saw that guy saying that, blasphemer, blasphemer. Still, I was like, where is John Travolta? Like, yes. where is he going to show up? <laughs> so, sorry, yeah, let me just... I want to give the, the plot properly before we okay. really get, get going. But... Um, so Jonathan Corbus, played by Ernest Borgnine, who's fucking crushing it in this. Yeah. Um, he's a Satanist who was burned at the stake. And before he died, the book containing all of the names of all of the people who, um, the damned souls, who sold their soul to the devil, was given to him, uh, was stolen, sorry, by William Shatner, um, playing his ancient ancestor. And so um, Corbus, Ernest Borgnine, curses this whole entire clan, um, vowing to follow them through the ages until the book is, is you know, returned. Mm. It's a summary on Den of Geek that I've got there. And then 300 years later, here we are. So, opening the film, Shatner's going to get his father back from Corbus. Uh, so, this is his mum's disappeared, the dad's not come home, he's trying to go get his, parent, his parents back. He has the book and he has an amulet that his mother's given him to protect him from the devil. He shows up in this ghost town. I don't really understand the deal where if William Shatner can resist the temptations of Satanism, then he gets his parents back. But if he can't resist, then he has to hand over the book and his own soul. Yeah, it's a test of faith, apparently. But, (laughs) this is, and this might be my instant cancel moment, he goes in, he sits down for one sermon... Right, where where Corbus is reading the Satan's prayer, and then Shatner just starts saying the Lord's prayer underneath it, uh, and I don't think that's cool. You don't think the Lord's prayer is cool? I don't think it's cool to go into somebody else's place of worship and just start saying your own shit. Okay, I feel you. You know I, I mean, you. that's like if you that's like if you were like in the 90s if like you're at a Tupac concert and then you just start like rapping juicy yeah you know what I mean something like that yeah very disrespectful also dude can I can I just ask what is happening outside your window it sounds like there's a protest the, okay you can hear that there is a, no but no but it's, it's fine but tell me what's happening there is a birthday party there is a 15 year old's birthday party and I will tell you this morning I woke up I went to the kitchen made a cup of coffee I'm looking out and I just saw all of these photos plastered around the, like on the outside of the house. And I was like, oh God, somebody's died. Like, it's a memorial. <laughs> so it's a memorial. And then I'm like, I'm thinking, oh shit, you know, they live right across from us. We should, you know, we should send them something. We should do something nice. And then I go back into the kitchen to like watch my dishes. And then just 15 in giant balloons is up. And I'm like, oh, thank God. They're all okay. right. Also, Sam, remind us where you live again. Is that the kind of neighborhood uh, where, uh, where kids are dying regularly? Uh, I want to say no, on this episode, uh, I'm, not, uh, no. <laughs> I'm not getting ID'd uh, now. Oh, no, no. Um... <laughs> But yeah, dude, so Shatner's in there. He is performing his blaspheme. Um, I have no idea where we are in terms of this movie because it, I should say, it's very uh, short. It's mm. about 18 minutes long, which someone once told me that like if a movie is shorter than 90 minutes, it means that guy actually only had about 50 minutes of movie. Yeah. Um, um. And that's very believable for this. Very believable, because there's at least 15 minutes of it. There's just people melting Raiders <laughs> of the Lost Ark style. Yeah. Um, but uh, in an interesting kind of twist now, 
is William Shatner is uh, he gets converted, he mm. gets put under the spell. Some other stuff happens. Some other stuff happens. We we cut to um, then a, a a laboratory. Am I am, yeah, or like a, a classroom? Yeah. And in this classroom, uh, this woman has uh, is being put under. She's got uh, quote unquote ESP, and it is uh, William Shatner's brother, older brother. Mm. Even though that is not possible. Yeah. Um, and he is, and we learn. And by the way, we just then find out that there's another member of this clan of William Shatner's family who you know fought against all the Satanists all those years ago. And um, he takes questions from the audience. They're given a lecture. Him and his him and his mate. And um, I kind of think there was a vibe. Maybe the three of those were like, you know, I thought maybe the three of them were hooking up because the, his wife, William Shatner's brother, and then the, the actual professor. But I think there might be some, you know. They're very friendly. Very friendly. I think it must be some, some cuck shit. I think they might. <laughs> look, I'm not saying, I'm not saying your man, the professor doesn't like to be like in the in the wardrobe just jerking off but i'm saying it could happen and we have nothing to prove that it didn't mm. um and we learned that they are investigating like extra the kind of perception and stuff and and, and supernatural and they take questions from the audience but i swear like these people can't be in the same room um because it's like live with the apollo where people are just like shouting out it's like yeah tell them and but yeah. what about this then yeah 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 it was very weird um and he makes his way to the small town as well but dude now we're like an hour into the movie dude what is it with us and this is uh kind of come out a couple of weeks after this because we did um angel heart we did angel heart um a couple of weeks ago and again deals with the devil Mm. what is the fascination with cutting deals with the devil um and why is the devil so kind of fair-minded when yeah. it comes to these deals he's just kind of like very insists on it being honored <laughs> and he doesn't he doesn't come to collect before the deal has been made like he's like bound by some sort of like internal moral compass which is very hard to explain seeing as you are the devil yeah um also like again the amount of effort that you're going into because it does it impl- it's implied that this is the only book yeah all the souls then that book wasn't that thick then the devil must have like there was probably max 60 names in there yeah yeah for frame of reference for anyone listening it's a name a page it's not like a exactly. ledger it's one name a page one name a page with like a nice little illustration like a little <laughs> doodle next to it yeah that's um and this is the devil's this is what the devil needs to collect uh the, the kind of souls so I've been I've been thinking about this a lot because obviously because of angel heart so over the last two weeks I've been thinking what is this this visit, I feel like, and I feel like films should do a better job of explaining this. I feel like there's some kind of, I feel like the devil is working towards something bigger and he has to do it this way. And we just never know what that is. We just have to take it for granted. But I want to be like, hey, when God and the devil were arguing, God was like, okay, you can do this. I can do that. And they just set out, you know, like muskets at dawn style rules. Mm-hmm. But we just don't know any of them. I, I just, my question is, a larger question, Sam, which is, um, is the devil beholden to the technology of his time? Mm. Because at that point in time, all that the people did, only like seven people in the entire world could write back in the 1600s. <laughs> and another person could draw. Yeah. And then the devil was beholden to kind of the 
how humanity has progressed we're like now is the devil like taking zoom calls is he, yeah. like, on, <laughs> is he like on microsoft teams like organizing all of his contracts he's got, yeah, yeah. He's got all of his stuff up on the cloud <laughs> like he's really, really annoyed because he keeps updating when he doesn't want it to update like i feel like the devil is is constantly just like oh man i can see him just now like refreshing the page ah <laughs> oh, this wi-fi so shit like all that kind of stuff <laughs> yeah 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 these well, are th- these are things that i don't understand sorry we're getting off track Sam so we're about an hour in um William Shatner's older brother which I only learned because I read the Wikipedia page (laughs) and he is um returning to this little ghost town um but I should say I should give the movie fair play this ghost town and like a lot of the shots of like the 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 desert and stuff very beautiful Mm. um some good cinematography in there which is fair play um it's just that we don't know what's going on yeah um so he goes back there along with his along with his wife, um, also the the homie who jerks off in the in the cupboard, and they go and they are going to find out more. Now, Sam, I feel like you know more about what's going to happen next because I have to be honest. There was a a big period of time where I just blacked out. I was hyper focused because it was the the way that we realize that they're brothers is is in that lab scene the whole lab scene she's having these visions of of the future and satanism and all the souls burning in hell and she screams and it's just like you know really guttering scream so he he runs over to help her and he goes honey calm down also my family's in trouble cut like it's so quick so so he they, they go back and they're attacked by this cultist the guy defends himself and then the the wife looks into the cultist's eyes has another vision of what's going to happen and is like, fuck this, I'm out of here. Uh, and he's like, oh, you know, i got to go back. He really doesn't, but he he, just, he goes back. He finds the ceremony where they're now turning William Shatner into a, a proper Satanist. They, You know, they brand him with the pentagram. Yeah, they do the full, like, um, Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom. Thing. <laughs> like, yeah. They did the whole, like, converting him all the way, making him proper evil. Um, and then that's where, yeah, that's where John Travolta's first ever theatrical screen is I'm going to say this allegedly allegedly because I did not <laughs> recognize it and I was looking very hard in order yeah. to see this the trick is again it's for, for for because the makeup on the eyes is so strong so extra you have to really be good at spotting people from their chin and only their chin what an insane statement John Travolta though pretty the chin and only the chin <laughs> um, and then yeah you know a couple of years later he would be in uh, Look Who's Talking Now was he in that yeah he was the he was the baby wasn't he no in one of them I don't know no he's he was the dad the, no he's, he's, he's the, the dad. dad you see why because in my mind I'm confused between Bruce Willis and because um, Bruce Willis is the baby Bruce Willis is yeah but yeah so his career would hit uh, new peaks in um <laughs> Look Who's Talking and the sequel, Look Who's Talking too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think there's another one, Look Who's Talking Now. I think there's, mm. with the dogs get involved? I think there's loads of them. Yeah. What a, lo- what a weird universe. I love that you just jumped all the way over Greece and yeah, Saturday I Night Fever. I said what I said. So. And Carrie. Um, so now they're doing, William Shatner is in the in the ceremony. He's in the cult. And, uh, oh, sorry, go ooh. ahead. Yeah, he's in the cult, sorry. Um, there's also a section where he um, he smashes his mom. Um, oh yeah <laughs> there's a long uh, incest section and as we've explained before if you go back you listen to back to the future as we've explained that's actually kind of woke because incest very popping in 2020 
Um, a lot of people are just really cool with it if you believe Game of Thrones and <laughs> pornography. So, mm. incest, um, one of the uh, rare woke moments in, <laughs> yeah. in this film. The final taboo, which <laughs> yeah. uh, that <laughs> movie already knew. Satanism, yeah, we're good yeah. with that. Smashing your own mum. <laughs> William Shatner, he's done everything. That yeah. man will fucking. That man will fuck anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is that is always what I hated about the original Star Trek series was Shatner would just go down and just. It's, it's time for diplomatic relations, Will. It's like I'm gonna fuck it. See how this plays out, dude. Like, William Shatner will fuck anything. Um, <laughs> Really, what a what a what a legend! True progressive man of the mm. people, but he is uh, in the process at this point of getting converted to um, to Satan, mm. and um, then uh, his older brother shows up, right, to interrupt the ceremony. If I'm not mistaken, is that yeah. not what happens? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then that's when Travolta spots him, calls him a blasphemer. He shoots a couple cult members and runs away. Skip ahead towards the end of the the climax of the movie. Take it further from here, Sam. So Tom is trying to save his wife Julie from being converted in the altar. Uh, jumps down, gets into a little tussle, um, and then the the elderly scientist uh, grabs the the devil's rain, the jar with all the people in it, mm-hmm. and goes. This is I think this is my favorite bit in the film. He's like, "You've done you've done very well, Satan, to do this. But if you don't let these people go, I'll smash this jar." And then Will Shatner, as the Satanist cultist, just goes, no, and just just plucks the jar immediately. There's no threat whatsoever. Anyway, so he smashed the devil's reign. The souls escape, and good as triumph over the evil. Groom, good as triumph over the evil. Uh, and we leave the scene. Yeah. Shatner's brother hugs his wife. Mm. But his wife turns into uh, Corbus. Yeah. So it turns out Corbus did win in the end, and the movie ends with his wife trapped in a glass orb. But it's not said which one because we destroyed the Devil's Reign. So yeah, unless that wasn't the real Devil's Reign. No one explains how this happened. It just did happen. Should we crack on with the categories that we have left? Because we uh, we already kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. touched on a few, but. Um, I think what we still have left is, um, I think, instant cancellation. We have instant cancellation. I, do you have a weirdly woke moment for the Devil's Reign? I gave you loads of weirdly woke moments. For the Devil's Reign? Not specifically, no. <laughs> for Jaws, yeah. But... Jaws, I've loved. Jaws is a woke masterpiece. <laughs> yeah. but Jaws is basically to pump a butterfly, but with a, <laughs> with a shark in it. Um, You've gone wrong, mate. No, that's not what I said. <laughs> Freaky Friday moment. So in Freaky Friday is when we, uh, if you could have to swap characters mm. from this movie, like one put one in the other or put the other in the one. I think generally speaking, it doesn't have to be the same character, just kind of to make it more fun. But if you had to do Freaky Friday with Jaws and mm. um, the Devil's Reign, uh, who who's making it into these different films? Uh, I'm gonna take the uh, I'm gonna take Quint, the old man from Jaws. And I'm going to put him in the wife role of Julie. Ooh. Uh, the reason being is like Quint, he, like his whole thing is he just does it. Do you know what I mean? Like he knows what he's doing. He's he's risky. He doesn't always play it safe. But when he's like, I want to get this done, I'm going to get this fucking done. I want to see what Tom going in with a husband who's just like, look, I'm down for just killing a bunch of Satanists. Look like. I feel you. I feel mm. you. And at the end, Quint is trapped in the 
<laughs> yeah. glass. Does the yeah. story stay the same? Yeah, Just, yeah, ah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know what? If I had to, if I had to swap characters, um, I would keep that adorable little uh, little boy who was um, the mayor's uh, Brody's uh, son mm-hmm. or stepson, because it seems like the kid just has a completely different energy to his father. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I would swap that kid into the devil's reign. Um, in the William Shatner role. <laughs> okay. Just play the whole protagonist and do it with a kid. <laughs> to add some jeopardy to this motherfucker. Um, yeah. Um, also, I wanted to say one of the best scenes in Jaws that um, even at the time I was like, this is really good, is uh, after the, the Mayers put out a bounty to go in uh, for the shark, basically. There's a scene where these two fishermen on, uh, are going to try and kill it. They're in the end of the pier. In the pier. Yeah. They're at the end of the pier, and they have yeah, they have the uh, it's like it is like a barrel or something attached to a line, um, to try and net the shark. I think to try something and- like that. But the point is, you can see the you can see it move towards the shark, and also the guy falls in. The pier gets torn apart, and then crucially, and this is such a good piece of filmmaking, he escapes. So you know that that's an option. You know that. The shark doesn't kill every time it's shown or every time it's attacked, and it just kind of you know puts a little pause in you to be like, okay, cool. So you can you can actually root for people to get away. It's not going to be futile if you if you root for people to escape from the shark. So I thought that was really well done. I thought that was really like a solid bit of filmmaking. If we yeah, if we can linger on that for a bit, that that is also because yeah, the he, the shark pulls the pier out, and the guy is attached to that bit of of pier for for quite a while and then he's trying to swim back and they never do because it's the 70s it's he's never impo- the shark is never impossibly close it's just tense and the two people we've seen die and then there's that and then there's the scene you the scene on the beach where again this is what's so good is you've got the beach is obviously on the ocean and then there's like a pond uh where Roy Scheider tells his kid he's like please take the take your boat into the pond not the water just for now just to make me feel safe and the kid's like okay and then the shark has broken into the pond so we're like well this was already the designated safe space the shark's broken in and i'm thinking oh fuck this shark is going to eat these kids and then there's just some we've cre- already pro- again because we've also proven the shark will eat children yeah uh but then there's this guy in another boat asking the kids if they're all right and the shark gets him instead and it's mm. and that's that's all three options. It's, it doesn't kill. It does kill. It kills not who you thought it was. Mm. Uh, and again, that happens at the end with Quint. I always forget that Quint dies. My dude, this is the genre blender because I yeah. think there's more than enough for today. Um, cool, cool, cool. If you could genre blend one of these movies, turn it 10 degrees to the left, make it a different type of movie, what would you make? I'd, I, I'd take Devil's Reign. I'd make it kitchen sink drama. Uh, okay. I want to see it as like a dysfunctional family where only one of them believes in Satanism, but as the audience, we know it's bullshit and it's just them trying to get, oh, like Billy won't stop praising the devil and there's nothing we can do about it because we can't take him to theme parks and picnics anymore, you know? You're tearing this family apart. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) This kind of thing. Yeah, man, I think it would be fun. I think it could be, I think it could be a joint. Mm. One um, one last little one bit more. Of trivia we've got to get in yes, because it's why yes, yes. I chose this movie, the the Devil's Reign, to watch is because 
as we've discussed, they have this makeup on that makes their eyes black and this big sort of prosthetic over the top half of their face. Uh, for the horror fans, this is this mask was then used to make Captain Kirk masks in the 70s. Mm -hmm. And then that mask, painted white, becomes Mike Myers' mask in the original well, Halloween. There yeah. we go. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, so it's time to get out of here, guys. Um, again, if you enjoyed what you listened to here, if uh, if you had fun, if you're still listening by now, please like, subscribe. But more than that, just like tell someone, tell like one person on. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. It like kind of gives us a sense like of well-being. Um, but yeah, like and subscribe if you fuck with it. And again, only if you fuck with it. Uh, let, let people know. Sam, do you want to tell people? Do you want to convince people to? Uh, just do it, man. Just listen to it. Like, it's, I mean, if you like movies, it's good. Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> do it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. Uh, this is this is this is why. Well, why if you you know, you know fuck it. I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know how you're so good at like as a comedian. I don't, I don't know also, how you're so good at selling shit. Holy shit, have you never done a bucket where you have to like convince people? Oh bro, of course I've done a bucket, but like my whole the whole bucket thing the whole bucket thing is bits to be like ha 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 ha. You have such a hard time just being sincere and asking people to support you. I really do. I really do. You know how hard it is for me to tell people like, like family members I love them. <laughs> I'm just like somebody that I love you, I'm like, yes, yeah, we had it, it's a good movie. Good chat, bro. Good chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See Fist you later. <laughs> Fist bump. All right. Anyway, let's get out of here, man. Um, it was good stuff, dude. See you guys. Uh, see you guys next week. Bye.